family, I'm Andrea Donsky, and today we have a treat for you. And on our channel, we go from Auto Know to Wellness Pro. And today we're going to be talking body image. And I really wanted to have this conversation because it's something that's been on my mind. I am raising two daughters, and I thought, who better than to be with two experts that I look up to and I think are absolutely fabulous in this area? And I'm going to allow them to introduce themselves to you, and we're going to talk real, candid conversations about body image. All right, so Marcy, why don't you start? Okay, I am Marcy Warhack. I'm a body image advocate, writer, and author, and the founder of Fit Versus Fiction Body Image Workshops. I love it. Tracy. I'm Tracy Peart. I'm a makeup artist for both Breakfast Television Toronto and CityLine. I also do fashion, plus-size fashion segments on there as well, and I have the It Fits Me Too hashtag that I do with Eva Grabesic, and it's we celebrate um, all-inclusive sizing. I love it. All right, so before... We started filming, we were talking about the word fat, and I asked the question, I thought, when I say the word fat, what comes to mind? And Marcy was like, oh, no, 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 So I love the fact that she said that because it was something that we triggered, and I thought it's an important conversation. So I wanted to ask you, what, do, what comes to mind for you when you hear the word fat? So leave us a comment below, and I'm going to start with Marcy. So let, let's okay, talk well, about I want it. to clarify that because I want to. Make, I wasn't saying, "Oh, it's so terrible." I want to make sure we exactly. clarify that. Um, my issue with it is that I think for a lot of people, it doesn't bring up a, a word. It brings up a feeling. It's this negative feeling because we've been brought up to believe that fat is bad, and fat is not bad. It's not a bad word. It's not a bad thing. It's actually necessary nutrient. Fat makes our nails strong and our skin good and, and our, our brain hair healthy. Yes, we need it. And mm -hmm. and when people talk about I'm fat, we're not fat. We have fat, but it's not who we are. It's a part of who we are. And I think it's it's a shame that fat has gotten this negative connotation to it because it's not. Fat is not a bad thing or a bad word. Tracy, what about you? What comes to mind for you? Or what comes to mind is the traditional what people have been embedded and burned into our brains forever. Mm -hmm. It's like unattractive, sloppy, lazy, yeah. Yeah. all those types of uh, negative um, images. And still to this day, you have to kind of retrain your body to not think that way. But that's immediately when I, I kind of had the same reaction, like, oh, fine. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> you know, because you think of those negative yep. things and we have to kind of untrain ourselves to think that way. But uh, more and more with like, like the curvy or plus size community, people are using that word all the time, um, kind of taking it back and reclaiming it. And so it's not, as, uh, to me, it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing anymore. Yeah. You have to kind of open up our minds and stop looking at it as this negative thing that's associated with being unattractive and being mm -hmm. like yeah unhealthy. lazy and unhealthy and that's a big one right all those things I so. love that you said that and being a nutritionist for me we love fat so fat have a good fat avocado uh, you know olive oil we want good fat and it's about retraining our mind even from the food that we're eating so it's an interesting thing that when you mention just that word that's like three little letters you know but it has such a big impact on so many so many of us well a lot of people talk about nutrition it's like i know growing up uh, i did this and so many people would go and read you taught me how to read labels actually and what to look for and Unfortunately, what a lot of people look for is calories and fat. Mm, and it's, so they, want, they want the lower amount of calories yeah. and the lowest amount of fat. And really, that's not at all what you should be looking at. So we really, we've been taught so wrong for so long yeah. that it takes a lot to retrain to, or to even feel safe in trying to retrain our brains. Yeah, I love yeah, it. Because fat was never associated with anything good. No. Like growing up, like you were right. always trying to it's lose fat. It's such a treat. It was yes. like, oh, you can have it. It's bad. Mm -hmm. But if you're really good, you get a treat. Like it's, And that's 
not the way it shouldn't be. This treat thing, this we're not you, supposed to glamorize it or demonize it. And it's a word to weaponize it. people. If it's a word to bring right. it to your knees, if someone calls you that, right? It's so that, true. That's it's that's so to true. bring it to your uh, knees and shut you down right immediately. You're fat. Yes, so like that's, and that's, it's the worst because I it, for sure you know somebody could say to me or to say to somebody you're stupid and you'd be like I'm not stupid mm-hmm. like ugh. and it wouldn't it would just whoop, bounce right off of you but somebody says. You're fat, fat or you've gained weight. It's like, uh, maybe, it, did I? Mm-hmm. I don't know. And then that you carry that for the rest of the day. Same person saying it. It carries no weight. But on us, all of yeah. a sudden, we're owning that. We're, mm-hmm. we're sitting in that. Yes. It's, it's ridiculous. So, Marcy, I know you well enough. I've known Marcy since, oh my gosh, I think we're in grade eight. And I'm going to segue into, you know, something that happened to you by somebody who told you a couple of words like, you know, maybe you're gaining a little bit weight, a little bit too much weight. Maybe you're a little bit on the fatter side. Right. Tell everybody, share that experience because I think your doctor. Okay. Yeah. Um, Well, it wasn't actually, I wasn't gaining weight. I wasn't overweight. I was 17 years old and my brother had just passed away and it was terribly traumatic. Obviously, we were very, very close and I had actually seen myself uh, becoming overly obsessed with my weight and I was always very thin and I danced and I was fine, but it was, it was my sense of control. It had nothing to do with my weight. My whole world collapsed. What can I control? If I can't control the people around me, I can control my body. Mm-hmm. Um, but I went away to camp and I was teaching dance and I was feeling great. And I came back and I thought I was in a better place. And my doctor wanted to weigh me because it was a checkup. There was no other reason. And at the time I had lost some weight. I had put on some weight, but I was in a totally healthy, thinner, thinner than yeah. most, of, like, yeah. most of my peers and very active. And, um, and I said to my doctor, I don't want to be weighed because... And I was very honest with him at 17 years old and said, I saw myself becoming preoccupied with it. I'm afraid if I hear a number, whatever number it is, mm-hmm. it's going to set me off. Mm-hmm. So I'm not at risk for anything. So health wise. So don't tell me the number. So he told me to get on the scale and he said, I'm absolutely going to tell you what you weigh. And he gave me the number, which I'm not going to say, but it was well within. And he said, he actually said, and I remember this clearly, it was a million years ago. He said, medically speaking, you're not overweight, but society is thin. And if you want to fit into society, you need to lose 10 pounds. Mm. A doctor said this. Two months after losing my brother, too. And when I told him that I had already become worried about it. And then he kept pointing at my stomach saying, look at that. What is that? And then he told me that if he were me, he would not be seen in a bathing suit until he lost the weight. <gasps> oh, my God. Yeah. That's and I remember, I remember thinking at the time... Don't, don't let this, don't let this bother you. Don't let this bother you. You're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. I remember thinking that, um, but I was still going through, my brother died from a hereditary liver disease. I had to be tested for it. I was on my way to the hospital. Be de- like it was, there was not so, to so much trauma. Not to mention you were 17. Exactly. And you had told him yes. that you didn't want to know because yes. you thought there was a possibility oh, wait, there was something snowballing. Right. I forgot. I had to, so then he told me um, to come back every week. I had to come back with, I had to write down what I was eating and then go in and show him. And so he would analyze everything that I ate the whole week until I lost the 10 pounds. Um, so I did that and he would berate me for what I ate. And then I ended up, um, like that day when I said, I'm not going to let it affect me, went out for breakfast with my mother. And I remember ordering toast without anything on it. Cause I thought I don't need the butter. I don't need the jam kind of thing. And, uh, I lost the 10 and then I lost another 10 and then I lost another 10. And it sent you back. And I went to the doctor huge. and he said, okay, you know what? You can lose weight. You can stop losing weight now. And I was in my head, I was like, watch me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is very, very, very sad story, actually. But it, it actually 
shaped you to what who you are today, really, if you think about it. And it's given yeah. you although <laughs> it's given you uh, I don't know. I could do without some of the insight and be healthier yeah. and not spend that much time and No, but I mean know. you know, I mean obviously, but I mean the good that has come from it, there's always that silver lining of what yeah, you've been sure. able to help other people yeah. and how you've really changed your life around in mm-hmm. order to be that role model for people to um, you know but I like even at 17, you kind of knew yourself and knew that you didn't want to hear it because I've done different weight loss programs as well as an adult. And they're so obsessed with wanting to tell you the number. And I I'm the know. type of person is like, I just want to know how much I'm losing yeah, right. or, or measurements. I don't want to know the number for the exact same reason. Right. I don't want to become obsessed yeah. with it because I've had periods in my life where you, you just get on the scale every day yes. and, you're, and you're like, oh, I went down a pound. Oh, I went up a pound. And right. these are such minuscule things, <laughs> but you become so obsessed with it. Yeah. So I... I too know myself and don't want to know the number and I don't know why sometimes um, uh, doctors or people who are in charge of these health uh, programs are so obsessed with wanting to make sure you get that number and it's like no I know myself and I don't want to go to that spot that place so just tell me what my progress is and I don't need to know the actual number I don't want to know what I weigh I have no idea what I weigh and I don't want to know no I me too I'm gonna say one thing I had a similar experience it was many years later um, I was mom and I had gone to my gym and I was again working out regularly, but I had, I wanted to change. I just wanted to change my routine. So I wanted to get a trainer, but like once a week briefly. And I remember the, the gentleman there saying, okay, we need to weigh and measure you. But for me, because of my history, I had 20 years of really serious eating disorder. I, I didn't want to be weighed and measured. It was strictly, I wanted to up my strength and, yes. my, and my endurance. Mm-hmm. And he couldn't wrap his head around that. Mm-hmm. He said, well, we need to, we need to weigh and measure you to have a starting point. I said, no, I, I know how I feel right now. I'm going to know how I feel if mm-hmm. I get stronger. And he said, but how are you going to know your progress? And I kept saying, because I'll feel stronger and I'll have more energy. <laughs> it's like, we're telling you. That like, that's what my guy, I don't care what, yeah. I don't care what my measurements changed. I, yeah. I just want to feel stronger and have more energy. And he couldn't do it. Really? Didn't do it. That's wow. sad. And it's like they have to learn how to unlearn uh, what they, yeah. it's, it's a very simple math for them, right? Exactly. So it's just like, it's exactly. adding and subtracting and it's very basic. So if you step outside of that, they're like, well, I don't understand how we're going to measure this. Right. But there's so many different ways to measure it like you said how you feel how you feel in your clothes how it looks like there's so many different ways that you can because the number doesn't illustrate and if you can lose weight it doesn't mean you're healthy no right so i don't understand why that that is the that is their measurement for how it's the old way of thinking it's very old like calories on products Mm -hmm. right so you know i always say you know calories are so 2000 and like you know 13 14 because nowadays we're looking at ingredients we're looking at other things other than that number that you know Mm -hmm. that mathematical number that's in an actual product so same thing when it comes to weight and body image like going on a scale like it's old way of thinking so the new way of thinking is health strength right endurance energy all that yeah Mm -hmm. all that stuff that we need to do so i think that's a really important takeaway and if you agree you know leave us a comment below because we really want to hear what you think about this because this is a new way of looking at things which why we're here and we're changing the conversation and that's why i love this okay Tracy, let's talk about, we were, you were, we were talking a little bit about plus size and the word plus size and, and you were just at CurvyCon not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Tell a little, tell us a little bit about, you know, you know, is that, you know, I guess, is that a word that we could be calling? Is it a plus size models or like you were saying before, oh, I don't love the whole, you know, plus size thing. Like, let's talk a little bit about that and bring up that conversation. Um, it doesn't bother me if I'm being honest, but I know within the plus size community, it, 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 there is a back and forth with it. Some people like the word, some people don't like the word. Some people find it, um, uh, divisive. 
right? So they're like, oh, you're, you're dividing fashion, you're dividing. Like if I do plus size uh, fashion segments, some people are like, well, why are you just doing oh, plus no. size? It's dividing. and Or they feel it's... Um, That's insane. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, it, it's true. I get it all the time. Um, and so people are getting upset that you're That's insane. plus because size versus like just regular fashion. Right. And I'm like... Because it's not enough because we don't have enough regular that's fashion. That's the thing. Okay. And, and, <laughs> so I'm saying to them, I'm like, the, the industry's already divided. Like, I didn't do that, right? So for I understand I understand their point, but my whole view on it is that we're not there yet where we can um, have a conversation where we're just talking about fashion in a general sense because if you keep it general, plus-size women or curvy women are going to get left behind. Mm-hmm. So for me, I, I want those words put in when you're promoting my segment because I want someone at home to say, oh, that segment's for me. Mm-hmm. I want them to know that one's for me. Mm-hmm. If it's just a general fashion segment, again, we're not we're not advanced enough where we are going to be equally represented. We're just not. Right. So I still think it, it, there's a there's a, we have to have the conversation where we are separate things a little bit still because that's the way it already is. And so I feel like if we just kind of keep it general plus size women are going to get left and behind and we're not going to be a part of the conversation. So I say, let's have a conversation specifically about Absolutely. us mm-hmm. and fashion about like a specific segments about us. I did a prom segment, such a successful segment. Like it was my favorite segment. And, and again, people would say, well, why do you need to separate? Because we do. Yeah, we do. We do. There are a lot of girls who yeah. will stay home because of what they look like, or they're mm. going to get teased, or they think that they can't get a dress. They mm-hmm. think they can't look pretty. When I did that segment, it was the most rewarding segment I've done so far because these girls, I saw the transformation happen from when I first yeah. met them wow. to the end. They, they were like, I'm pretty. Aww. Like, I look pretty. Like, Aww. you can see that, like... They're not taught like from society that they're acceptable and that they're pretty. And I would have loved a segment like that when mm. I was younger, yes. even though I had more confidence, it still would have been something to reassure you because I've been bombarded. We've all been yeah. bombarded with the same images over and over again, anywhere where beauty is represented. Mm-hmm. I'm absent, right? I'm not represented. Nobody who looks like me is there. Hmm. So just to have that representation, just to turn on the TV and see yeah. a girl who looks like you and is your empowering. size empowering and in a beautiful, dress and thinking it gives you confidence to say I can do it too. Was yeah. this on City Line that you It was doing? on City Line. Okay, we're going to put a link below to City Line. So when Tracy's saying segment, she means a TV segment. A TV segment, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it was just... I, 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 it was so rewarding to me and even talking to the mothers like uh, the one girl found a dress and she was texting her dad and her dad sent like cry emojis because like she was like look I got a dress yeah. like it's simple things like that and I know some people will think well why would you need to do a segment like that it, it, it needs to it needs to happen so to say keep everything general that's that's what I mean about like we're not advanced enough yet we have to separate things a little bit and be like here's a prom segment just for curvy girls just for plus size girls because they're not seen well, they're not represented what amazes me with that is that the people who have always been included are the ones that are complaining they're always the ones that are that complaining that are not being, mm-hmm. that's, you've just been in the, the plus size market it's just been included and mm-hmm. now people are saying well what about us come on right and and, you be, <laughs> and that feeling that comes with what about us because they feel excluded in it. and I always say well what do you think that we feel like yeah. you know like they're, and I understand that feeling they're like well 
I like that segment, but you didn't include me. But that's that's what I feel yeah, like every all other the time. Every that's other segment thing. is yeah. for you. I'm not included no. in that. So that's why I think it's so important to see representation of yourself, someone who looks like yourself. I have women write me like saying, I cried the first time I saw your fashion segment because I saw someone who looked like me. Yeah in a fashion segment on TV. It's not, we're not there yet where we can say, hey, just stop taking labels away and and have a general fashion segment because I'm not going to be represented. No, you know what? I had a a big fight on Facebook with somebody a little while ago. This plus-size model was on the cover of a magazine. And I put it up and I'm like, it's about time and it's so encouraging. It's such a great thing for young girls. And of course, what I always get when I talk about body inclusivity is people telling me that I'm promoting obesity. Hmm. And they'll always say, no, this is my favorite. They'll always say, oh, we don't think there's anything wrong with it. It's just, it's just not healthy. Or like, we're concerned about our health. And I'm like, what about the models who starve themselves mm-hmm. and, and paper, by the way, cotton balls yeah, and, and oh dipped in orange juice? Oh. And who, why, why, why is nobody concerned about that? It's, I'm like, don't, at least be honest about your issues. It has nothing to do with health. You have no idea anything about this person to make that judgment. The other thing is when they talk about it, it's promoting a bad image for kids. That one makes me crazy because nobody, there isn't a single girl at home who is going to see a a plus size model and say, oh, I've got to gain weight to be beautiful. But Mm. what they will say is, I don't have to lose weight to be beautiful. Mm -hmm. What they will say is, I'm good just the way I am. Whereas the same girls can look at the, a regular model uh, on a magazine and think, I absolutely need to lose weight yeah. to, to, I gotta to look, look like that. Yeah. I have to. Yeah. That's unrealistic. But there, there's no, there is nothing negative about seeing a plus-size model on a magazine. There is no child that is going to put their health at risk yeah. to look at that's that. Really they will just yep. own themselves and yep. they will feel good about themselves yeah. and think, I don't have to be a size nothing to feel good in my body. That's a positive all the way around. Yeah. And you were saying something, Marcy, about how many images that we're exposed to by the time we're, was it like? So by the time a girl is 17 years old, she's seen 250,000 images <sighs> telling her she's not good enough. So that's at 17. So imagine by the time she's 35 or she's 45 or she's 55. Or she's 65. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's why there are more women over 40 nowadays who are struggling with their body image than ever before. Yeah, I, whenever I do talks, whenever I go out and uh, do appearances, that's the number one thing that I get asked about is confidence. Women want to know how to get confidence because it is because of all these years of that being burnt into our minds. People feel that they're not good enough. Mm-hmm. They don't look good enough. They're not smart enough. All these things that we constantly tell ourselves. Never enough. Never, never enough. enough. We're never, never enough. enough. Never Someone's enough. always prettier. Someone's always better. We have to try to get and attain this thing mm-hmm. that's not attainable. Yeah. And so it really weighs down on us and it chips away at your self-esteem, even if you don't really notice it. Oh, it, it is doing it. Yeah. And you notice it like in children even now. Like you see like yeah. it's chipping away at them. And so I think, again, we have to start having more conversations like this, start having more compassion for each other and opening our minds and unlearning a lot of the bad mm-hmm. stuff uh, that has been that the, beaten into our brains. That is the key, Tracy, is unlearning. Unlearning the word that fat is not bad. Unlearning that when we're reading labels, it's not about the calories, it's about the ingredients. It's unlearning and retraining our mind. And we have to, all of us, to Well, because it's because adults have to unlearn it so that they can teach mm-hmm. a different message. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I was doing my, my body image, when I do my body image workshops, I started with fourth graders. And then I was asked to speak to first graders Mm. and I went in to speak to, and I thought, well, I said, I'll do it, but I don't, I don't know how much of their, let's put it into perspective. 
They're six years old. Yeah. In, in first grade. And I went in and they were amazing. Like they were so, it's interactive and they want to talk. They have a lot to say already at that age. So let's talk to them, but talk to them with the right messages. So yeah. we have to make sure that we have the right headspace mm-hmm. so that we're teaching them the right things. And that's such a good point. I remember when my daughter was, and she was six in grade one and she came home one day and she was saying, you know, mom, everybody at school is making fun of me. And in particular, this one girl who was really, really, really thin. And she said that they make fun of her because when she walks, her thighs touch. Do you remember this? Yes. So I got home when, when Casey got home, I literally picked up the phone and called Marcy and I'm like, <laughs> I need some help here. How do I discuss this with her? And I was very open because I wanted to make sure that this was a very pivotal point in her life. I could say the right thing or I could possibly not. So I literally, we we got on Skype and Marcy talked to her. And I have to say that my daughter is so confident when it comes to her body. And I really attribute attribute it to things that you've taught me and things that you have helped her with. Really, and that was starting at six years old. So you know, and you have a book. I want you to talk about your book because people can they can people yeah. still get your book. Yeah. So it's the uh, the Body Image Survival Guide for Parents Helping Toddlers, Tweens, and Teens Thrive. And really, it's yeah. it's a how to book. It's a, I wanted to write I wanted to write the kind of book that I wish my mother had had when I was struggling with my it's, body. It's image. the conversations. It's the it's give me the script. Yeah, and that's exactly what it. Yeah, it is. I'm I'm not talking at you. I'm I'm I give games, um, activities to do for kids of all ages. I give, I, I take all the questions that people have asked me over the years and I give these quick answers to it. So if yeah. you're, if you're out at school and your, your kid asks you a question when you pick them up and you don't know what to do, you go to my book and it's there. <laughs> it's a book and a question and it's there. It's, it's, it's it is. It's that young age. Yeah. And you know, Tracy, you were saying something before about judgment. And I think, you know, as women, we tend to judge each other you know, harshly, mm-hmm. even more harshly than men would say yes, we're, they're going to judge us, right? So yeah. we're, we're, we tend to be meaner to each other, you know, it could be jealousy, it could be whatever it is. And I really want to talk about that judgment because ladies, everybody who's watching, we just have to judge less. We have to be kinder to mm-hmm. each other. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to stop being so mean. And, and I think that's something that's so important to discuss too. And you, But that comes from an insecurity. If you're, if you're confident in who you are, yeah. then you're kinder to other people. You're not, I think when we... I've heard years ago, I remember that if, if there's a group of guys out and a new guy comes in, it's like, hey man, how you doing? And that's it. Mm-hmm. Whereas with a group of women are out together, a new one comes what in and it's she like, wearing? is she, no, it's, it's, is, like? is she thinner than me? Is she, is she, is she, it's than me? Is she prettier than me? It's instant. right away. And then, well, we're is she a threat? Though. Yep. And that's how we see, and that's the problem. If we're confident, then we don't see other people as a threat, other women as a threat. It's just more, they're like our teammates. It should be our teammates. Well, because we're taught, like, there's not space for more than one woman. That's what it is. Like, in the workplace, everywhere. Like, so so if someone else is coming, that means if she's better than me, I have to go. So that's kind of like, it's an adding and subtracting type of situation. And that's what it, back to the math. It it really is. It comes down to that. And that's how we, we we view, like, another woman is competition. So even um, within the plus size community, there's a lot of judgment. And I, I will cop to the fact that I was judgmental sometimes of the women who are like a size 12, a size 14, because they're always the ones who are represented. They're always the face of plus size. So I know a lot of women who are maybe like a size 32, a size 26. Like they're sometimes within that community, uh, there's resentment. 
Because again, if you're there, that means I can't be there. Mm, Do you understand? Yeah. So it's like, it's it's a representation. Meanwhile, there's room for all of us. And that's what I'm learning right. is not to judge. Um, so I sometimes will think, oh, that person who's a size 14, they, 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 what do they know? They don't know the struggle, but they do know the struggle. And it's all relative. They can be in certain situations where they're considered morbidly obese, fat, they're treated right. horribly. Yeah. And then within the plus size community, then other people are treating them, mistreating them and saying, right. oh, what do you know? Like, you're not fat enough. Yeah. So we all need to kind of just understand we're all having our own struggles no matter what size you are no matter what color you are all those things we have all have our issues and we need to be more compassionate Mm -hmm. and understand that everybody's going through something and don't be so judgmental right and I think it comes down again to comparison and feeling if uh, if she's here then that means I can't be here and you it's know? funny when you say that because mm. the first thing I thought of when you said that too is yes, there's there's usually not enough space for more than one woman, but we also have a shorter shelf life. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, that's true. Because because yeah. we're just we're not relevant when we get past a certain age. Yeah, and that's changing. I, I it, not as much as we'd like it to at all, but it is changing. I think because the generation now, as we get older, we're we're voicing that. You know, we're right. talking about, but we're it. fighting they, for it. We're fighting for it. Social media makes it a little bit more. You know, you know, have older people on social media. They're like, hey, this is what it's like to get older, and it's okay so we're being we're you know we're not relying on other sources other than ourselves and by being on social media we're able to communicate that directly to people so i think it's going it's only going to get better from here i'm really being hopeful that it gets better from here i know there's a big issue in hollywood with it you know within it's been for years i think the thing that makes me laugh with that is to say all the time you know you'd have you know God forbid you put a a fifty year old man with a fifty year old woman. You know what I mean? The fifty year old man is in a relationship with a thirty five year old woman, and then you've got the sixty five year old man is in a relationship with a fifty year old. Like we, so we have because there's no way that that a man that age could find a woman in his peer group attractive. Yeah. You know, so that yeah, it's no, still it's yeah, it's cha- it is changing, but it's a, I still find it's a handful of actors. And yeah, just to piggyback on top of social media, I think social media. I mean, there's good and there's bad. Mm, I mean, always, social media. Yeah. Obviously, what comes with it is there's bullying, there's judgment, a constant comparison. I mean, yeah. you open up your apps yes. and you're constantly comparing. But what social media, I've seen the positives to it is that we're not waiting for somebody else to sanction us and tell us that we're beautiful anymore. Right. You can put out your own page. You can put your own pictures out, your own images yeah. out. You can yeah. control that. Before, yeah. if you ever wanted to be seen as beautiful or, or put yourself out there, you had to wait for usually a man, yeah. a man in some executive position to sanction you, to put you out there. Exactly. Now social media, there's hashtags, everybody, there's a movement. And I think that's why the plus size movement is taking off because people are not waiting for permission. I'm beautiful and I'm going to... I'm going to show you how beautiful mm-hmm. I am. And it, and it goes against that whole, um, if you're there, that means I can't be there. We can all share the mm-hmm. space. So that's the good thing I like about social media is that we're now accepting each other a little bit more. But again, there's the nasty side of social media. When you put yourself out there, yeah, you're yeah. also susceptible to a lot of criticism. Well, we're all, you know, on YouTube. Like we're on YouTube. We're creating videos. So we can be our own creators, right? We can yeah. do things for ourselves. You have to and wait for somebody else to tell you, Andrea, you're okay. That's right. And we can do it ourselves, which is so incredible. And I think, you know, one thing that, I know, comes up a lot is in the comments, you know, where there's some people and there's certain people that talk about this very openly that people who leave mean comments about people or are so awful to people, like, that's not nice. So what I want to do is... It's just, it's Simply nice. put, it's just not nice. That's <laughs> not nice. <laughs> we, just, we have to be kinder to mm-hmm. each other. We mm-hmm. have to be nicer to each other. Woman, man, female, girl, boy, it doesn't matter. Kindness is where it's at. Sorry, just because it's, it's funny. Yeah. That is the, the thing that people go to, though. You notice it, it's... If they don't like, I've done it where I'm talking about whatever I'm talking about, but if they, but they will, because it's, 
they will go to how I look or like, that's the thing that somebody will go and make fun of or insult because it's the, it's easiest. Or she looks this. Yeah, she or, looks fat. Yeah, or hair's or, like this. Or she's Because she's think about back to the original question that started right, all this. That's, is what, that's what hurts. That's what's to bring you to your knees. Someone attacks your, yes. your physical appearance. Mm. For, especially yeah. for women in, in our society with women. There's so, so much value put yes. into what we look like. And so if someone says you're fat or you're ugly or, or, or attacks your physical appearance... It's meant to bring you to your knees. Absolutely. They know saying that to you, it's probably going to hurt you more than, like you said, someone saying you're stupid. No, you're I, like, I, I know I'm not stupid, so no, whatever. But somebody says true. you're fat or you're gross or you're ugly or whatever it is, it, it, you, and instantly you start to second guess, like, did I look and bad it's in not, that outfit? Yeah. And, did it's I, not, and it's not good. It's, yeah. it's not it. I did a segment in the States a few years ago, and I was talking about body image, and <laughs> the comments were... What do you know about fitness? You're overweight. What do you know about fitness? You're you're well, obese. Oh yes, gosh. and I know. I'll, I'll be very on. honest with you. I was like, that's crazy. And then it, it took me. I, it it hit me. Yeah, it hit me for a bit. For sure. You know. It it and I and I hated that it did. I hated that it did. But of course, there there. I should have just easily brushed it off. But mm-hmm. it had no. There was nothing to back it. It was the easiest thing for them it's to the say. It's the easiest. It's to cut you yeah. and bring you to your knees. But also, I do think with with so, so much social media. We, because we're not compassionate, we're so detached. Sometimes I think they don't even really think you're a real person no, at the don't. other end. Yeah. Like, seriously, they don't. Like, sometimes when you respond, they're like, oh, you read that? Like, it's almost like they didn't think you're, you're going to see it or you're going to read it <laughs> or true. that you're a real person and that you have feelings. They just kind of say something mean and flippant and yeah. they don't realize that it can land on you. And you, they don't know your past. They don't know yeah. how that comment will warriors. affect you. I always yeah. say it's like the people who behind the, you know, behind their keyboard and the computer yeah. can say things and think that you know, nobody's going to know who they are, but they don't realize on the other end you're actually hurting people there's a and person and there there's a person there we're yeah. reading the comments we're you know we're it's so they always say don't read the comments no matter what you do it's hard whatever it's you hard post, it's hard read, read the, the comments, comments. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard it's hard but you do yeah, you want to add to that yeah no it's, it's the same thing i say all the time the difference between me now and when i was struggling so much with my with my body image was that you know i i thought that it, having healthy body image meant waking up every morning and saying, I look awesome. And it's not true. Sometimes, mm-hmm. I, look, sometimes I do. Sometimes I think I look good, oh, yeah. uh, but sometimes I don't. And the difference is on the days that I don't feel spectacular, mm-hmm. I used to cancel my plans. Mm-hmm. It would, it would completely choke me. Like I would just, whereas now I'm like, I don't feel great. That sucks. Move on. And then, and then you do doing. it. And then honestly, being out in the world, you do feel better. And you realize, oh, you know what? I'm more than however my clothes were feeling. Or I'm more than however I thought I looked. Yeah. There's more to me than that. But it is. It's just I, we don't feel confident all the time. Nope. We don't love everything about ourselves all the time. Yeah. But we know that we are bigger than that and better than that. And we keep going. And the more you keep going, the more confidence the you get. And the recovery, the, yes, the recovery exactly. is, is shorter. Yes. Yeah. Like maybe someone writing something nasty on your account might have taken you out for a week before right. and now, and now like, it might be whatever. an hour where you like yeah. you feel really bad and then you say no you know what i'm yeah. not gonna let that stop me i'm gonna right. continue to go right. yeah. and that's realistic yeah. you're not gonna always be teflon and nobody no. can hurt you and nobody can upset you you are gonna get and hurt you are gonna be that's and confidence right. exactly right so that's what you that's so the what more happens. you do it the more you're gonna be able to yeah. get to that level where yeah a week it will be a week as opposed like an hour as opposed to a week yeah. of recovery of yeah. somebody hurting your yeah. feelings yeah. you know so, you know you're a makeup artist mm-hmm. so and obviously a, you know um, a clothing maven let's call a fashionista so can you give us a couple of tips that we can do so on the days that we're maybe we're not feeling so great what are some things some quick things that we can do like 
you know, when it comes to either our clothing or our makeup that can make us feel a little bit better? Is there anything external? I know it has to come from internally, of course, mm -hmm. but is there anything externally that we can do to kind of, because we want to plow through it anyways, that we could do? Plow through it anyways. And I always say women, I, I listen, I know there's, we want to wear black all the time because it's like very uh, comforting and it's slimming. I like women to like, I always have a saying saying, don't, don't fight the bright. Don't be afraid mm, to wear that. colors that draw attention to yourself. Mm. The more you, the, you're going to get compliments. Like I think some people are afraid of compliments mm -hmm. and that's what I want you to get comfortable with. Get comfortable with someone says, oh my God, you look, you look fantastic right. today. Oh, get comfortable with it. I, yes. I even have issues with it sometimes. I'm like, okay, like, yeah, like, yeah. oh, you don't know what to say, but like, you know what, that, that helps you build confidence. And yeah. wearing brighter colors, um, looking more alive, more vibrant, it's going to help you move closer and closer to the confidence that you need. Always hiding in the background and shrinking in the background. There are days you want to do that, but not always do that. I would say wear bright colors, wear bright lipstick, wear a bright t-shirt, yeah. wear something that draws attention. You're going to get a compliment and start to learn to be comfortable with this. I love that. And by the oh, way, yeah. that's a whole other conversation, which I absolutely want to have here on YouTube is the you know, compliment thing. So one of the things that I learned a lot, I just posted something on Instagram about this not too long ago is when somebody gives you a compliment, you say, thank you. That's mm -hmm. very that's, nice of you yeah, to say. It's hard. And we take it and it's the whole given receipt, which again is a whole other conversation, yeah. but one that's important to have. Marcy, what advice would you have before we, uh, we end about the same thing. So externally, what can we do? So if we're not feeling so great, externally, what, you know, externally, what can we do? Is there something, or maybe you internally too? No, you know what? Honestly, for me, and it, I'm going to go very, very, very basic here because it, I've struggled so much that it just, it's just get out. It's just there get out and, get be, and be yep. part of the world. Yep. Interact with somebody else. That's the problem. When we're so in our heads mm -hmm. and all we have is the same voice telling us we're not okay, you need to just interact with another person. And because oftentimes the way that other people see mm -hmm. you is really the way you're seen. We just, we don't see it right. So you need to see yourself through someone else's eyes because oftentimes especially if they, if they care about you, their eyes are clearer than ours are. So interact, get out there, be part of the community. I That's love that you so just said true. that because I'm going to be doing something very shortly about that called Discover Yourself and it talks about that exactly. Ladies, high five. Loved it. Thank you for coming <laughs> in you. today. That is awesome. <laughs> and I appreciate both of you and you both are fabulous. Thank right you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Please stay in touch with us during the week by following us on Instagram. And because healthy living isn't about deprivation, but rather education, please pay it forward by watching more of our videos and sharing them so together we can make a healthy difference. The more you share, shows you care, and together we become more aware. Thanks for watching. Be well.